Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. Right, which is mainly metal music and live music. Today's going to be a little different, though. We're going to talk about our time seeing Jack White at the Twisted Christmas show here in Chicago on uh, December 8th, 2022. This was put on by Q101, which is a local radio station here in Chicago. Yeah, I think they play like alternative rock. That's what it said on the Q101 alternative or yeah. Chicago's alternative or whatever their tagline is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never listened to them or listened to any radio station here in Chicago, to be honest. Right, but they put this on um, Twisted Christmas or Twisted Xmas. Uh, this was night two of three, actually. They had one the night before or a couple nights before, and then they had... Yeah, I think that was Bad Bunny is the first night. Beach Bunny. Oh, Beach Bunny. Excuse me. Yeah, so it was actually... It was the 7th. It was Thursday. It was the 6th. Tuesday the 6th. Okay. Because ours was Thursday the 8th. Okay. So we went on Thursday. Yeah, so on the 6th, on Tuesday the 6th, it was Portugal the Man, Bob Moses, and Beach Bunny. Headliner working your way down. Uh, Thursday the 8th was Jack White, Wet Leg, and then Starcrawler. And then Friday the 9th was the 1975. Yep. I'm going to be honest. I've only heard of Jack White, I think, out of all these I think so, too. I, I think so, as well. But these were all at the Aragon Ballroom. Uh, the price for this one for night two was $70 plus $20.13 in fees slash tax. When you look at the, the fee structure, it has it has its own line item for tax, $1.60 for tax there, times two, one for each ticket. I thought it was weird because then right below it, there's another line item for $7 in tax. <laughs> So I don't so understand why there's, taxing. yeah, I don't understand what the double tax here is. I wonder if one is like Illinois tax and then one is Chicago tax. So yeah, $70 for a ticket, 2013 plus another seven for tax. So 2713 in tax and fees. So uh, about 40%, right? Yeah. Again. Yeah. Which is what we've been paying at Argonne. So. Right. And it's a Live Nation venue, Live Nation event. So yeah. The venue, like we've been here several times now, um, and not a whole lot changed between this and the last time. We just saw um, Amon Amarth there, like what, like a week before, two weeks before? Two weeks before, yeah. Yeah. Um, and at Amon Amarth was the first time I was like, I had a pleasant experience with the venue as a whole. And that trickled over, you know, continued on through this this experience too, I would say. Getting through the security line was super quick and simple like it was for Omnimarth. They did have a lot more decorations up. Yeah, like I was going to say. I was going to say a lot changed with the venue, but they had it decorated for Christmas. They had it so. decorated for Christmas, right. Yeah. Um, there were a lot more. I, this was one thing I did notice. There were a lot more stands along the aisleway as you go up towards the main floor. Yeah, I think it was promotional. Right. So they had Slain Whiskey giving out samples. White Claw was there giving out samples. Heineken was going out there like 0% alcohol, drinks, and yeah. whatnot. Um, a few other yeah, vendors like, here and there. Well, there was like two photo op opportunities, one by Heineken, and then one was just oh, okay. Christmas. And then they, or whatever. Yeah, and then they had like a silent auction for framed posters for every night of the week. Yep. Um, or for all three of their, their main shows. Yeah, I w we didn't ever scan it, but I wonder if it was you won all three. 
or if it was you bid on each one separately. I never scanned it to know. That's true. I don't know. I didn't. I, I assumed it was all three, but I, I could see it as three separate auctions for each one. Yeah, yeah. And then that went to some charity. I, I forgot. Oh, did it? Yeah. I, again, I didn't even think to write down what it was, but. Um, so that was interesting. Like I had, you normally see maybe one or two booths of people of like the, not promoters, but like the people who paid to advertise there or they're like helping sponsor type thing are yeah. usually down there. Well, you said that you've seen like a byline bank booth before. I have seen that there before. And yeah. then I've always seen like the VIP booth, except for this night. We didn't, I didn't see that. It was like a table selling upgrades to VIP. Yeah, yeah. Which this could have been sold out, so <clears throat> that might be right. why. Right. Um, coat check was perfectly fine, but like just like it was last time we were there with Omna Marth. Yeah, maybe they fixed that from 2019 when you went or something. Maybe, maybe it's just more organized now, where they have you know it's morally, more like it's people understand now. You go on the left side of the handle rails going down and then left side as you're going up, just making this like making it flow simpler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, plus the last time I can't remember if they did this time, they had somebody up there at the top, basically directing saying, go down on this side, people coming up on like enter the side, exit the side thing. So, I mean, maybe that has helped as well, but I mean, like I said earlier in the year, I think it was with, um, when we saw Lamb of God, like, during that podcast, I was saying like this venue is just one or two things away from being an excellent venue for me. Yeah. And that was coat check and the security getting in. And they fixed those. Both of those. Like. Things, yeah. At least it's two times in a row now that it seems to be resolved and working good. But yeah, I don't know. It was, I, they've improved those two things and hopefully they continue to keep it going. Because I, I do like this venue a lot as yeah. a venue. Um, it was just those two getting in and getting out of the venue that sucked and would put a damper on like the night. And that would usually be the thing that I would get hung up on and not necessarily forget the show, but be pissed off about those yeah, little things. It just makes you angry to begin with. So then it takes a little while to get yep. into the music and everything. Um, I think it's going to be even better when the CTA finally gets the Lawrence stop fixed or redone or whatever they're doing because right now the Lawrence stop is shut down. So you either have to get off at Wilson or Argyle. And one before, one after. Yeah. So we've always got off at Argyle, but this time we kind of noticed Wilson might be a little bit better. Just a closer walk. Probably. Yeah. I wonder if it really is closer or if it just seems like it, but, yeah. but going home, it might be better to go to Argyle, the second one, the one yeah. away, because yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with regularly. You go one away from yeah. Addison, one North. That way you're missing all that heavy yeah. traffic, but I don't but know. Every time we've gotten on the train to go home, there's not, I mean, it's not like packed like after yeah, Wrigley. That's true. So it's not bad at all. Um, so, I mean, getting to the venue is pretty simple, um, which is also a plus whenever you're trying to, well, for us, because we use CTA. Now, if you're driving, I don't know how the parking situation is or how the situation is for that, but. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, the, I'm, I'm starting to like this venue a lot more now that they fixed those two things or they've gotten a lot better at those two things. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy they, about that. Now they need to fix the merch to like give, <laughs> to give actual lines with merch Oh. because it's kind of frustrating because you're standing there and then somebody walks in front of you and it's like, I've been standing here, but I mean, 
So that, that did happen to us when we were standing in line, right? Like a guy walked in front of us. Yeah. And, but it's happened every single time. And we did the same thing then because we went, we were in line to get merch. The guy walked in front of us and there was an open slot like right over to the side of us. So we walked over to them and said, hey, we'd, we'd like to get a poster. And then she was like, oh, that's a separate line over there. Um, and then I think we walked in front of people the same way the guy did. I think he did the same thing we did of like we used in one line told to go over to this line and then it is sort of like a clusterfuck like you said where yeah. it's that's what i mean by they need to fix it it's just it, that's more on i think the patrons than it is them i think where the merch is it's like a really good spot yeah i'm not saying anything about like where the merch is or like anything it's just the lines yeah like there, need more defined lines there aren't any defined lines and the thing is because people just walk up take a look at what they want and they stand there and talk about it instead of like making a decision and they're just kind of like, oh, I don't know what I want. But, I mean, yeah, it, it's a little frustrating at times. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's one little improvement that, that could be made also is just morally, uh, in your eyes, a uh, better merch experience all around. Yeah. And the other thing I did notice with this with the venue this time, and it's we touched on a little bit with the the amount of booths down on that main floor of, like, White Claw and Slay and uh, Heineken all having like little booths that they're handing out samples and whatnot, right? Is you would then go up to the main floor and behind the band was like a project, like a screen that they were projecting onto. And like the center part would rotate out images and like I think they were doing Twitter feeds, like people did hashtag Twisted Christmas. Um, They'd pull your things up and put them up there. They pull videos up and put them up there from like audience members in the crowd but on either side of that sort of on the the left and right side of the screen was sort of a q101 twisted christmas white claw logo heineken logo slain logo like just add all over the place yeah yeah it and it made me kind of chuckle because i was like oh this is gotta remember this is a radio stations concert there's going to be ads and it made me just feel like this is radio in real life because you get a little bit of music and you get a fuck ton of ads, then a yeah. little bit of music and a fuck ton of ads and a yeah. little bit of music and a fuck ton of ads. Yeah. Like between all the bands um, they played, is that what you're talking about? Like between the bands, they played their whole, like, well, even between the bands, but for the first band, uh star crawler, they at least had the two side banners oh, up, okay. of the stuff. And I can't remember what was in the center, if it was their logo or anything, but it was, you know, Heineken, uh, Slain, White Claw, all of that along the sides okay. of those two okay. things. I didn't notice that much during the first band. Yeah, yeah. The first band, I just pulled it up. They they just had Q101 Twisted Xmas in the center with, like, the snowflakes falling down. Oh, I remember that now. Yeah. And then on the left and right of it What's were the the, all the logos of their main advertisers. Byline Bank was one of them up there, obviously, because it's yeah. the name of the venue. Yeah. Um, but I, I did notice that and it kind of made me smile and be like, this is essentially radio in real life now, right? It's like I said, music ad, music ad, music ad. So, yeah. so I, I, I don't know. I thought that was funny. And then like in between every band, they'd come out and, you know, some radio personality would come out and be like, I'm so-and-so. I do this block of music. We're so-and-so. We do the morning, the morning show. Um, give it up for our our sponsors yeah yeah, and then throw like merch out and whatnot 
Uh, they'd be drinking like, here, this is a White Claw I'm drinking. It's really good. You should try one type thing. Like, like all that stuff you would expect from a radio. Um, so I just, like I said, made me, made me smile to myself. It isn't something that we normally see, like when we go to concerts of like all the advertisements for the concert, unless you're at a festival. Cause they have that, like a festivals, like up on the side of the stage, they always have like their advertisers or whatever, like when between bands. But it's not something you see at a normal concert. I was which say, I guess you could consider this a three day festival. Sure. In a, way. in a way. I mean it's definitely much smaller. It's like a th- it's like, you know, just a normal concert each yeah. night. Um but you're right, like fest I was thinking the same thing watching this you know, this show is you don't see that, that often. But then I was trying to think like, well, open air, they had the they had some stuff. They also had the the main thing I remember, I don't remember all the ads, but there were some, I definitely remember there were some, um, was the Metalocalypse style cooking show they yeah, had going yeah. on. Um, so yeah, you definitely get some, especially festivals, like you're saying, like there's a lot more. I'm trying to think of the average show we went to, if you do, and I can't think of any. The only one that maybe that did that, I can somewhat remember is just, and I'm only remembering this because of the name is the Jägermeister tour. Jägermeister would have been a big sponsor and there would have been Jäger shit all over the place. I don't remember them having screens. So I don't think. I mean, that's also like 15 years ago. Right. So. I don't know. I don't remember them having screens, but I'm sure they had signage and stuff probably. Yeah. Signage for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't, I I did think the screen was kind of cool for a, different approach like having like a projector behind the band and then you can project shit up there yeah it worked really well when we talked about jack white it worked really well yeah. for jack white it was yeah. like a it was actually like a you know a jumbotron type screen that some bands have up yeah yeah um maybe that's more of an apt way to describe it is sort of like the jumbotron screen the only difference is it's not super high above it's like directly behind the band yeah where typically that's just the banner with their logo and yeah, shit. Yeah, but it's also how the stage is set up where you can't really have it like super high up. That's it's true. Not like it's a, a smaller venue. It's not like a um, arena type stage. It's more, I mean, it's just a regular stage. Yeah. So, um, so I, I did enjoy that. I did enjoy some of the imagery they put on there. Um, in between the bands, there also was a lot more advertisement for smaller contributors. I think there was like a couple colleges that were up there. Oh, okay. I didn't notice that. Um. And whatnot, but yeah, uh, the venue was like I said, like we said, it was decorated for how or not Halloween, Christmas, and it was it was kind of cool to see. It yeah, was kind yeah. of cheery. I liked that. I liked the walk in and have all the Christmas decorations. I thought it was fitting for the. I wonder if they keep it up until like for all the shows until Christmas, or if it was literally just for this twisted Xmas. It may have just been for this twisted. Xmas. It could have been. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we don't have any more tickets for this venue for the rest of the year, no. so we won't know. But it was kind of cool to see. Yeah, it was just a new, unique thing. Um, this also made me think if we'd ever seen a Q101 show before. And a part of me was like, I think we have. When? And we've seen quite a few, actually. Well, not quite a few. I've oh, okay. seen, th- <laughs> this is our third total. So not that, not a lot, but we've seen a few. We our, or just you? A little bit of both. Okay. First one was the Picnic Festival that they put on every summer. Oh, is that the one that when we saw Lumineers? Yep, out the in Tinley time. Park. Okay, the first time we went to Tinley Park. So, okay. like, we didn't realize that was a festival. We ended up buying VIP tickets for that on the secondary market. They were, for, like, like, super cheap, like 25 bucks. Yeah, it was crazy cheap for how, like, 
I didn't think they were even VIP until we went and went to the doors and like, oh no, these are VIP. You need to go over here. Yeah. I was like, oh okay. And that just got <laughs> us like into the lounge and up into the box seats. Yes. Yeah. For that, sh- and it was our first time at Tinley Park, and for that show, it was perfectly fine. Like we enjoyed. Outside of the commuting from the train station there, I think we both enjoyed our time there. And the second stage was on, like, the cement parking lot. Yeah, I couldn't stand. I didn't take sunscreen, so I couldn't stand out there. Right. So you went. We. I went to the VIP. You went to the VIP lounge, just hung out under shade. I went and saw a few other bands. Yeah. Um, And then saw the Lumineers and left. They weren't the headliner. They were, like, the second from the top of the bill. And then we left, got our Metro, and... Went home like it was pretty easy like i said outside that commute trying to get an uber from the metro stop to the venue it was a pretty easy enjoyable time yeah. getting out there yeah it wasn't bad um it wasn't until we go to see romstein a little bit later that we hated it and found out how <laughs> hard and miserable it is to get out there yeah that was a little bit different also a different style of concert so like we didn't have the same audio issues that we did with Rammstein that we did with Lumineers. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I didn't realize that that was Q... What What is it, Q101? Q101, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like I don't listen to the radio here, so I don't know what the stations are. But And then what was the other one that we saw then? So, yeah, that was the that was the first one. And also I was just kind of like, is this the same? It kind of seems like the same type of music. It is, yeah, like the alternative rock. Yeah, so that's why I looked that up and like, sure enough, it was. The other one was the Ahoy um, birthday bash or birthday show. And Ahoy, oh, that makes sense now. Ahoy is the morning show. Okay. And they're the ones that I believe came out just before Jack White. And they're they're both like, Ahoy. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck We're is the that? morning show guys. Yeah. yeah. I didn't understand that, but. I think that's the name of the show. It's okay. Ahoy. Okay. Um, and I want to say it was their birthday bash. Either, I thought it was the radio station, but maybe it was the morning show's birthday. Okay. At least that's what I remember it being. But it was the Black Keys. Um, oh, yeah. You went to that. In January of 2020. Yeah, that was like one of your last concerts before. So I couldn't remember if it was this was my last concert or Lumineers was my last concert. Lumineers was because that when was in was February. That? Oh, was it February? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that was our last concert before. So um, yeah, this is the one. Shut down. Yeah, I went to this by myself. You didn't go to the Black Keys. I should um, have. That was a really good show. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Um, but... Yeah, those were the two shows we've seen from Q101. So it is like that different, or I'm saying different music, but it's more of like um, punk rock. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but like like alternative for sure. They have do. Well, I mean, Starcrawler is a punk rock band. And they were there. Are they? Yeah, according to Wikipedia. Oh, I mean. I can see that. I guess. I'm thinking the, more of like The Clash as being punky like old school old school punk. oh yeah not I mean, like new like I, like would i don't know if you'd call like fallout boy punk or whatnot right i would maybe but to me that's more like emo indie like i, I mean, guess it's it, we're new, so bad at like doing genres. i guess it's like new punk like new emo punk type stuff yeah but yeah i mean I, you gotta think what punk i mean everything's kind of turned yeah uh fallout boys consider punk See, okay. yeah, I wouldn't consider that punk either. Yeah, so. so I think it's just everything, like, the genres are kind of mixing so much that are, like, evolving so much that yeah. pop punk, pop rock, pop alternative rock, emo, or emo pop is for Fall Out Boy, which I would definitely agree with most of those. Yeah, like, Dead Kennedys, The Clash, um, 
the Ramones. To me, those are more like when I think of punk, that's where my head goes. Yeah. But once again, that's like old, old, old punk. Yeah. So yeah. I'm saying old school, but yeah. I mean, like 80s, right? Is that like 80s? Yeah, 70s, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, um, you got to think now we're in 2010s or 2020s. 2020s, yeah. Yeah. Um, I said 2010s because uh, Starcrawler started in 2015. So, like, they were, I mean, it's it's the evol- um, evolution of the genre. Yeah. So. And, like, just getting into the bands now, I guess, like, Starcrawler, we, we showed up late to the venue. Yes. Um, it didn't sound like they had started by the time we walked in. Um, but by the time we got up there, they were playing. Yeah, it was Interesting, because I thought the same thing when we walked in. I could hear music playing, but I think it was that Q101 had a booth by, like, where you walk down to the coat rack, or coats, um, coat check, sorry. Um, so I think that's the music I heard when we walked in, because, like, when we walked in, I mean, we've walked into Argon while bands are playing, and it is, like, so loud downstairs already. I mean, it's, like, booming, which this is a little different music, but later on in the night, you still get that echoey boomy sound um but so i don't know if they had actually started when we went in or we just happened to walk in during like a lull period but you would think that you would hear something yeah i don't know it i was kind of like there was a moment where i was like are they playing right now or are they not um but it definitely wasn't like you were saying that loud boomy stuff yeah like i guess the other band all right when we saw Lima God, like Suicide Silence was on. And that, I mean, you could tell that they were playing. Yeah. And then even when we went to see, I always say Smashing Pumpkins, it's wrong. It is. Flogging Molly. Flogging Molly. Uh, when we walked in to see Flogging Molly, like they, had, whatever the first band was, was playing. And you could tell that too. Were so, they playing yeah. by then? Or would we be up there? No, we walked in while they were playing. Oh, okay. You don't remember that, but yeah, all right. Um, so yeah, it was it was kind of weird. I we got our merch. We got I think I got a beer down there. Uh, did the coat check thing, uh, restrooms real quick, and then went on upstairs. And like we said, they were already playing, and it was already fucking crazy packed in yeah, there. It like you couldn't even get onto the floor. Really, I mean, we did get onto the floor, but people were not happy to move their shoulders so we could walk by. So, yeah, it was, we did the thing you normally do where you go downstage left, walk all the way to the other side of the bar, and typically you can find, like, a a little hole that you can at least walk in, and yeah. there's usually gaps that you can probably start to find and yep. find your spot real easily. Um, there was none of that. It was, like, completely packed, even on that little walkway where the bars are, um, just full of people just standing yep. there and people moving back and forth. Yeah. Um. And then we made our way toward the back and tried to do the same thing and eventually found a spot to like crawl into. But like you were saying, like we were trying to get by people, like, excuse me, excuse me. People weren't having it. They were not no, big fans yeah. of moving. It it was weird to me because like almost every concert we go to, like, yeah, but you might get like the eye from somebody like when you're walking by, but most of the time people are moving out of your way at least a little bit or like moving their shoulders and stuff so you can kind of like get by. And there was one guy that I put my hand on his shoulder and I was just like, excuse me, excuse me. And, like, he wasn't moving, so I just kind of pushed him. I was like, move the fuck out of the way. <laughs> like, just move in. I mean, it was him and, like, five other people, and they were, like, kind of in, like, a circle, like, a semicircle. 
And, like, they were all talking because the music's not that loud, so you can talk in, uh, over it or whatever. But I was just like, move. Like, I've, I've never been to a concert where somebody won't at least move their shoulder. I mean, and closer you get to the front for sure. Yes, yeah, then yeah. people but are not, like, no, there's no room up there, and I've been here a while. So yeah, not off. way back in. And this was in the back by, yes. behind the soundstage. Yes, completely in the back. Like, we were just trying to get to the center. And or, like, not to the center, but, like. Onto the floor. And 10 feet in front of these people were, there was openings where yes. people weren't standing. It was like, we can stand right That's there. That's where I was going. Yeah. And like, but you had to walk by these people to get there. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I couldn't believe how many people were there for the night already. Right. I mean, but this goes back to what we've been talking about the last couple episodes we've recorded is people are showing up early for these concerts. Like, it's not like... It's not like back in 2019, 2018 time period where you would show up at 7 o'clock when the concert starts and nobody's there and then people slowly trickle in for the headliner. Yeah. It, we, I mean, we just had a show in Denver and it was back like pre-COVID experience where people were trickling in all through the night. Yeah, yeah. But that so, was like the beer event going on too. So. It was, but I mean, it kind of made me wonder like, all right, we finally passed this. I haven't seen a show in forever. I need to see everything I can to like, yeah. all right, things are back to normal. I've seen my music. I've got my fill. Now I know what I want to do type thing. Like I, I'm going back to the way I used to do things, um, which could be, and it could just be like this style of music that we don't typically go to doesn't have as many events. True. True. I would venture to say they have more events than I, we do. Yeah. I feel like they have in a terms lot of like more. metal yeah. in the area. Yeah. Um, but also, the crowd was a lot older, I noticed. There were a lot of there was, yeah. older, middle-aged I, I people I see here. that at metal shows. Though. I do, too, but not to the extent. I felt like it was vastly over. Okay. Um, I felt like it was well, you gotta think we're a lot more. Mid no, we are. We, I think we fall into that category, too. I just... Yeah. I was... Sh- I assume there'd be a lot more younger. I mean, maybe there were closer to the front you got. Yeah. We just didn't get up that way, but yeah, that's, I don't know. It was kind of weird to me. Um, I think the other thing that I noticed was the crowd doesn't stand so close together. Like everybody kind of left a little bit of room in between where like there's so many times at concerts that we normally go to where you might have a, like a little bit of room, but pretty much you're touching somebody or like somebody's so close to you that, they're touching you yeah um also like especially when the headliner goes on right yeah. the curtain drops yeah. there's always that push forward yeah yeah or like the pit shows. opening up yeah. or something like that and so then you're touching the person next to you where here i felt like i mean you don't have that you don't have pits opening up or whatever and so i felt like there was a room in between people so you're not as it definitely um, wasn't as crunched. cramped yeah. as normal yeah um that's for sure. And it's normal for what we're used for, to. As yeah. compared to like a metal show, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, the, that's a good point. Like with the pit, like when you have a pit open, it rearranges the crowd a bit. Yeah. Like you now have to like it. You're jostling and you're moving around. And, right. You're now finding your spot within yeah. the new environment that it is with the pit. Right. Um, and you didn't really get that here. It was really people are going to stand in their spot and enjoy the music within their own area. And we'll get to it with Jack White, but there was a guy in front of you who's having the time of his life. Yeah, like, yeah. It, so. It was awesome to see him so into it. So. 
But, but I mean, yeah, we'll get there. Starcrawler. We only saw like the first last two songs, maybe three songs. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I had never heard of Starcrawler before. I really wasn't into the music. I wasn't either. Um, <laughs> I gotta be honest. Yeah, I was not really getting into it. And, and I didn't see very many people in the crowd into it either. I'm gonna be honest. I heard a lot of talking. Oh yeah. Um, which is weird that you can hear talking over the band because you would think that. I mean, and it wasn't like people are screaming in my mind. It was just talking. But, and then also it's just like when you, I mean, we were in the back. So when you're looking out over everybody, I was like, you really didn't see movement. You didn't really see anything. So I don't know. Maybe that's just this type of concert though. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I I wasn't getting into it. And like I said, we were only there for the last couple songs. So I don't know. Maybe if we were there for all of it, would have gotten more into it, but I doubt it. Just didn't seem like something I was into at the time. Or it seems like something I'm not really into right now at this moment. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think this type of music is something that, like, you've listened to in the past. Like, so, yeah, I mean. I mean, you went through, like, a uh, alternative rock phase. I don't feel like this was anything like that. Same with, I mean, so just, just skipping ahead to Wet Leg. And I guess real quick, one other thing I'll say is I did notice when Starcrawler got done, that they were tearing their own shit down. Um, oh, yeah. On the yeah. stage. Like an opener. So that, like, well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, that That kind of... I'm using that now as a judgment to understand where a band is in their sort of oh, career. Oh, okay, yeah. Because if, if you're tearing your own shit down, you're starting off, you're kind of newish, you you don't have necessarily the finance to help pay for, like, roadies and whatnot to tear yeah. your shit down for you. Um so I, I'm just kind of using that as a bearing to like, all right, what's going on? Or like, where are you at in your career sort of thing? Um, but skipping ahead to Wet Leg, like both Starcrawler and Wet Leg, I think are bands. So you, you mentioned it, like around 2010 or so to about 2016, 2017. I, I don't want to say I fell out of metal music, but I... Stopped listening to it as my primary. Yeah, you started listening music. more like mainstream. More songs. just like alternative stuff. Yeah. Like I got into rap a little bit, uh, but like, like we mentioned, the Lumineers, the Avid Brothers, the Black Keys. So yeah, from like 2010 to 2017 ish, somewhere in there. Yeah, 2005, 2016. Or 2015, 16 area. Well, 16 uh, for sure, because that's when we went to open air. Yeah. But then there was probably a little break in time after that also that I, think I that slowly really, got back into yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think open air really got us back into the music that we liked prior to, like, when we weren't going to concerts. Um, we really started listening. Or, you know, like, that whole experience, like, kind of brought us back into it. Yeah, but, I mean, during that time frame, that's when I was doing stuff, or listening to stuff like Black Keys, Mumford and Sons, uh, Lumineers, um, Avid Brothers, stuff like that, right? More alternative uh, indie sort of rock music. Um, and both with Wet Leg and Starcrawler, Starcrawler I probably, if I would have found out about them during that time frame, I probably would have really enjoyed the music. Oh, really? I think, think I would so? have, yeah. Um, or maybe not. I don't, maybe I wouldn't have. I've, I tried listening to Wet Leg again after the show, and it's still not something I'm really yeah, into. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think either one of these bands is something that I could get into. 
Um, and I don't know what it is about. I mean, I can't even pinpoint what it is, but it's kind of wet leg definitely. Like, somebody's probably going to hate me for this, but the songs are kind of annoying. <laughs> like, there's one that I know we've heard before, but we'll talk about it when we get there. Go ahead, talk about it. I, we're there. Like, I don't. Okay, okay. So, I don't know what the song name is, but it's something about. Got the shoes on the wrong feet, wrong feet, wrong feet. Got the shoes on the wrong feet. And I know we've heard it somewhere. Like, I think we were out, you know, in public somewhere and it was playing. And I remember making the joke of, like, what the fuck is this song? And they have a supermarket song, which is kind of funny because we have, like, an inside joke about supermarkets or grocery stores. But other than that, I don't know. It's just the songs don't resonate with me and it's just annoying. That's the only word I can have for it. Yeah, I mean, we were on the floor for a little bit of the show, of the of their set at the beginning. I really wasn't into it. I was I was sort of getting annoyed with it as well. Not like, I don't know. Like, I was like, oh, I'm bored. I'm done with this. Okay. I don't know. So, I mean, we went, we went downstairs and got another beer and then sort of just wandered around. Went back up and we were just like, we're just going to hang out in the back and, you know, watch it from a very far distance. We don't need to be super fucking close. So when we got back up there, though, it was still just fucking insanely packed. Yeah. Like, like nobody all over out. the walkways. Yeah. Um, and people just finding little holes to stand in. And I don't know. It was the most people I'd seen at that venue in a long time, if not ever. Yeah, I would agree. And maybe it was the whole, the crowd just wasn't consolidating down like it does at like a metal show or something, right? Like, yeah. you don't have that push from the back. Um, so I don't know. It was it was weird. I mean, it, it was a struggle to walk around the outs, like the perimeter of the floor. Like, like you said, they have that step down onto the floor. Yeah. And then you have that like walkway all around the edges. It was incredibly hard to walk around there because it was like shoulder to shoulder people. And it, there was one part where we were walking up there and there's enough room for like one column of people to walk in one direction at a time. So we were trying to go one direction. A group was trying to go the opposite and we sort of just like stood there and waited for like 10, 15 people to walk by us. And then we walked by when they were done. Yeah. One of the guys in the line, the, one of the guys at the end of the line was like, hey, I saw you guys just hang back and wait for us. Thanks for doing that. And like just bumped fist with him and went on our way. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, I really had no choice right then because the lady in front of me was... I think she was waiting for the bar, so, like, I couldn't even get around her. So, it was, like... Yeah. I had to just stand there. So, I mean, <laughs> we've never been there where it was, like, that busy and that that full. Um, when we normally go to concerts, I normally don't leave the crowd. Like, you go back and get beer and water and stuff. But I normally just stand on the floor. If I have to go to the bathroom, maybe. But otherwise, I just stay there. So I really don't see what it's like during a band. Um, but, I yeah, I don't think it's I've ever seen it that busy there. Yeah. That, that, the crowd like that anyways, where it's like flowing out into the bar areas. Yeah. Um, we ended up did finding a spot on the side, this time on stage right. Couldn't really see the stage because we were back in that walkway area behind the pillars yeah. holding I up the... I could a little bit. Could you? Like, yeah, but only like the guitarist and the singer. If I stepped no. down and peeked over, I could see the whole thing. Then you could see it, yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't do that. But when we did get there, they had a light on the disco ball for the first time. Yeah. I've never seen the disco ball in use. Yeah. 
I think I made the comment like, oh, they should have done that during like Alma Marth or something. Like, that would have yeah. been cool. <laughs> so it was kind of cool to see a disco ball. I kind of low-key like disco balls. I think they're kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that was kind of cool. Uh, I think we left or went back to the other side. I can't remember. Um, we went down um, like to use the restroom and I think you got a beer downstairs and stuff. And then we came back up and then, yeah, we were like, we just stood back like at the top so of the stairs. that was that first time, I think. And then I think after that, before we came up and found that spot. And then I maybe went back down again. I can't remember. I don't think oh, no, we no, did. no. We just went back to the stair. So I was using the stair. I remember now. Like we did go back to the other side, but we just kind of stood back a little ways, like back by the staircase. But I used the stairs to get through the crowd because people aren't standing on the stairs. So you could just walk down and then walk back up. Right. So That's the, what I did. the stairs are like basically straight behind the stage or straight in front of the stage. Yep. Uh, but there's a bar that takes up that whole area sort of. And then sort of like it's like bar, walkway, floor. And then the stairs are behind the bar. And you're right, like, it was incredibly hard to get through that little walkway area. Yeah, except just because it was so full of people. Except where you go down the stairs, up, and now you're on the other side of yeah. the bar. And yeah. that was a, yeah, nifty little trick. We hung out there for them to finish, and they finished. And the thought was, we'll wait for the to clear out on the floor, and then go find spots in the back for Jack White. Yeah. Um, it didn't clear out that much, but it cleared out some where we can get into the floor and find us. Yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, still way back in the back by, like, past the sound stage. Yeah. Um, but it didn't clear out nearly as much as I thought it would. Yeah. Because I feel like for the concerts we normally go to, like, it clears out quite a bit and then fills back in. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely filling in because you definitely saw, like, people come by in groups of, like, multiples with their beers walking through the crowd. Yeah. And struggling to get back to their spot but you know same thing you had to do is just sort of push your way through yeah like, fuck it, yeah, whatever yeah but i did when that was happening like um when we were standing there for jack white to go on um i noticed that kind of like the same thing that we had when uh star crawler went on like where people weren't moving and like they would not even like move their shoulder to get by and then like one at one point somebody did like they were trying to it seemed like they were trying to find their group of friends or whatever and they they kind of stood there with their beers in their hand and like looking around and the person in front of me was like like you got to move like I was here you got to move and it's like he's obviously trying to find where he's going <laughs> I don't know it's um, the crowd's a little different than like what we are used to seeing or what we're used to dealing with I don't know if that's the right word but it's more like everybody was there for themselves and not like we're all here for the same reason in yeah. my opinion this is my own opinion. I mean, I, yeah, I, the not moving your shoulder, like, if there's room in front of you, go ahead. Like, like move up or yeah, exactly. move out of the way. Exactly. Like, if you're not going to move up and there's room in front of you, let people get, fill that spot. Don't yeah. just be a little bitch and, like, stand back and, like, no, this is yeah. my spot. I'm yeah. not moving at all. That, I do hate that a lot. Um, I'm also not a big fan of the people who, try to like i'm gonna get rail and fight their way yeah. i'm gonna fight my way to the rail yeah and it's like i have a kid up there my kid's up there it's like especially like that kid experience that was a metallica yeah. show right yeah. where it's like the people on the rail were sitting there at 6 a.m before yeah. the show doors opened 
so like that 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 pisses me off a little where it's like no they the people on the rail aren't going to give up the spot so if you show up like 10 minutes before the headliner goes on you skip over all the openers and you're like i'm gonna get the rail like oh fuck off like no like you're gonna be in the back and you're gonna fucking stay there that's what you get for you know showing up late um but once again if there's room in the back and you can get up go ahead but you're going to run into a certain spot where it's like people have been standing here for a while. They were here for this spot. They're not giving that up. Yeah. But so. this is a little different, like where we were standing, where it's well, yeah. not in that situation, right. which I think is what exactly what you're saying. But it's like at least let people get by and back with their friend group. Or I mean, like you said, like there's spots open. So. Right. But I mean, so that like that's something that irritates me a little bit. Another thing is, like you were saying, where they they were in a spot, they went back to get a beer and they go back and assume that they can get that spot back yeah. that pisses me off also because it's like just because you were at a spot like there's no spots backs you, right you can't say spot back go get your beer and come back and expect like yeah this sometimes you can like sometimes you can tell people like around <clears> like, hey <throat> can i come back here right but and i mean you can try but at the same time if the crowd fills in then it fills in yeah the problem with this show is it wasn't filling in it was just right. people finding a spot and hanging out Yep. And being like, no, this is where my feet are planted. This is where I'm staying. Yep. Yeah. And that little bit's a little frustrating. It's like, no, there's room 10 feet in front of you. I can see it right there. Yeah. Like, let me buy you. Move your fucking shoulder. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's just a different vibe, a different crowd mentality. It is. Yeah. And I think that's what I was trying to say. It's just like, it's a different, the, a different crowd mentality. That's a good way to put it. Just a different um, vibe than what we have dealt with in the past or what we're used to in the past. But yeah, then we get, we get Jack White. Um, this set was pretty cool. Yeah. Cause like you alluded to earlier, like he, he had, or he utilized that screen that was behind. And we'd never seen this at Argon before. We're like, it's basically a projector, a projector of what's going on on the stage. Sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes it, there was like background. Definitely some effects. Yeah. To some it, yeah. effects or, um, but I really enjoyed that because since we were f- so far in the back, I, I've said it so many times. I love the Argon because you can see the stage from wherever. I take that back now because if you're way in the back and you have a tall person in front of you, you still can't see. So, but where we've always stood like up on the, uh, stage left corner. Closer so, to the front. Yeah. Like, as long as you're closer in the middle of the, yeah. On the middle of the floor. Yeah. Like you, I could see it every single time. So I was always like, I love Argon because of that. But when you're farther in the back, it's definitely uh, different. Um, so, yeah, when they used the productions, it was nice to be able to see what was going on on the stage. The The hype man at the beginning was a little weird. They had, like, a little guy in the booth come out and basically, like, hype up Jack White. and Oh, I kind of remember that, yeah. Um, that was a little weird to me. I've never seen that happen before. Um, well, I guess at open air they did. They had, like... Jose, whatever his name is, come out and hype people up. Yeah, I mean, and that was sort of like this one as well, right? They had the, you had your normal radio announcers, we already said, come out and talk up in between each band. So like just before uh, Jack White, the Ahoy morning crew came out and hyped up and gave out the t-shirts like that's That's normal. We've seen that at concerts. Yeah, Yeah. But then they got off and then it was somebody else being like, are you ready for Jack White? And then they came out and they're like, he doesn't use 
set lists. He plays off the energy of the crowd. He's going to fill you. The band, they don't know what song's next. They just have to wait for the cues from Jack and then go with the go with whatever song he chooses as next to play. So it was just kind of weird. I was like, um, all right. And he had like a little pulpit thing. He was like a, a speaking booth. Oh, see, I didn't say that. Yeah. That ended up getting pulled off the stage um, after he was done. It was just a weird thing for me. And when he's doing his spiel, there was a group around us, like right behind me. And he said this thing about Jack White not using a uh, set list. And the guy behind me was like, yeah, you're just reiterating what Jack White fans already know. Don't do this. Get off the stage. I didn't know that, but right. I'm not a fan. And, that, and so, like, that was a little frustrating to me. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, you know this, but not everybody here has seen Jack White before. Not everyone is familiar with that. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, that's kind of cool to share that information and give it up, like, let people know. They're in for a, new, a unique experience tonight. Um, I did think it was a little weird. I didn't think you needed that aspect to the show. You didn't need to come out there and say all that shit. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, they're doing it. So, like, this this guy being like, I've seen him 17 times, and I knew this. Everybody fucking knows that. Like, that mentality, that attitude, I wasn't, like, super big on. He ended up pissing me off. He, he and his friends and her female friends or whoever he was with ended up pissing me off a little later, too. Oh, really? <laughs> because... They were bitching about, um, in the middle of the set, they were bitching about people filming. And they're like, I don't know how they do that. Like, do they have a battery pack that they're hooking their phones up to to film the entire goddamn show? Like, why are you doing that? You're never going to watch this again. The audio sounds like shit. Um, we've had the same conversation yeah, about, like, yeah. why do you record this? Like, it's yeah. going to, the same arguments we've made. It sounds like shit. You're never going to watch it again. Which is not necessarily true i remember going uh when was the first time i saw avatar in 2017 something like that so then it must have been 2018 i'm trying to look was that 2019 you can't read from there 2019 so was this i don't know um but when we saw them at uh house of blues when i when we saw avatar at house of blues um i remember recording a lot of the songs not like the entire song but like a couple minutes of the songs and in 2020, I went back and watched those a lot. But then again, we didn't have music to watch. I sometimes randomly find it on my phone, like when I'm going through old pictures or whatever, and I will stop and like listen to them. But to the fact of like watching it from start to end, no, probably not. But I mean, we we also made that exact same argument with a, a friend of ours and being like, that's why you like, sounds like shit. Yeah. It. You're, not, you're never going to watch this. Why the fuck are you doing this? Uh, his response was, my daughter goes to a show, records the thing, and will watch that entire concert on her phone over and over and over yeah. and over. So, like, just because we don't or we don't or these people don't rewatch the videos they shoot doesn't mean the people out there yeah. don't do that yeah. and don't and enjoy not, doing that. And not everybody's seen 17 fucking Jack White concerts or right. able to go to a concert every week or whatever the case is. It's like some people, that might be the only show that they see this year. And so they want to relive the moment over and over and over. Right. And with all that said, 
I still fucking hate people I who do, do it too. also. <laughs> I do too. It annoys the shit out of yeah. me seeing a phone up and just record the yeah. entire yeah. bit, right? Yeah. Like, it's so fucking frustrating. Like, I recorded a lot of Rammstein just because the show aspect of it. But when I did it, I held it, like, right at my chest. Right. Like, I wasn't looking through the phone, and people around me didn't have to look through the phone. Right. Now, looking back at some of the video, it kind of sucks because I only see the guy that was, like, across the aisle from us in, like, in the shot. But you can hear the music. But because I wasn't looking at it, so they aren't the best shots. But, like, I don't – I try not to do it. Like, I do get a couple – clips every once in a while to like share on instagram for when we post or whatever but it's like i try not to impede people's view or like record for five minutes of the whole song or whatever right like it it, and i do the same thing when i take the photos right it's pop it up either right in front of your face or hold it up just a little bit yeah for a brief moment do your thing yeah get your shots get done Um, done. yeah because i mean it is is like just live in the moment enjoy like this this you don't need to remember every aspect of this show or of this thing. Let it change in your mind. Like think about this. Like I like to go back and think about a concert I saw, you know, 10, 20 years ago and be like, like, well, not not quite 20 years yet, but like 10 yeah. years ago, right? Almost. Almost 20 years. Almost, yeah. So like 15 years ago or whatever, whatever time. Look in the past, even two yeah. years ago. And try to remember the bits and pieces you remember certain things fade away and certain things will change. Like, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's how it should be. I mean, people can see that from when I mean, we recorded our first episode, our first uh, concerts as our first episode. And it's like half that shit. We don't remember. Right. Cause we didn't, well, one, we didn't have cameras to or phones that we record <clears throat> um, everything. And then also it's like, it's been 18 years. Right. 17 years. So it's like we couldn't remember every aspect of it. Right. So I think that's a really cool aspect for like live music and just looking back and thinking about it. So not having a a a shot by shot entire thing documented, it just it sort of fades and lives with what it was at that moment. Yeah. yeah. With that said, I mean, I also do like going back and like watching live shows like on Nugs, Metallica and Machine Head, right? All their shit's up there. Dead and Company, all their shit's yeah. up there. So I do I can, it on YouTube all the time. Right. So I, I do enjoy that as well. But I also I also like it the fact that this is gonna fade and die out. Like yeah. aspects of this will. And certain aspects will stay on. So yeah. all that to say, like I also hate motherfuckers who are filming at shows. Yeah. And I also get pissy about it. But the thing that frustrated me was they were making the same argument like that we made. Um it's gonna sound like shit. You're never gonna listen to it again. We now know that some people do watch it again. They do think it sounds fine. So that's not a valid argument. Like, you can't blanket say that. Is it going to sound the same? No. But, like, you still, you get those memories back in your mind when you're watching it. So, like, that's not a valid argument to me anymore that you can use against why that should not be a thing. If your argument is a concert should be a living thing that lives and dies with the audience and doesn't need to be recorded, I buy that a little better. If you also argue that you're impeding the experience of those around you. Also strongly believe in that. Very valid argument there. Um, but so they made those are, arg- they've made the other arguments, not those last two that we were talking about, but then they went back into the exact same thing we did. Well, 
when I do it, I do this. Yeah. When I do it, I only take a little bit. And I was like, ah, uh, so you're saying it's not cool when somebody else does it, but it's cool. When yeah. yeah. And later in the evening, I did see his hand like stick up and hold up. He should like, turn around. Over, <laughs> over my shoulder and like record. And I was like, you fucking ass. You should turn around and be like, you're impeding my, or I don't know, like you're impeding You're never going to watch that again. Yeah, it's like, going to sound like shit. And you're impeding my experience at this concert. <laughs> So, like, I thought that was, and this was, I think, the same group who was, like, bitching about the opener being, like, well, why don't you tell, talk about this? Because everybody already knows this. All Jack White fans know this information. So, that was, that was a little frustrating. I, I wasn't a big fan of, the, of those few people around us right yeah, there. Yeah. Um, so. But the person in front of me was really fun. Yeah, you like, were saying that, yeah. So, uh we had a few interactions where at first he saw that I had a poster tube that I was holding. Even though I told you if we bought a poster, I was not going to hold it. I always know that I'm going to end up holding it for part of the night. Anyways. And he asked if we got a poster. And I said, yes, we did. And he's like, well, what time did you get there? I was like, 7.30, blah, blah, blah. Like, we went through this whole conversation, um, how he wanted a poster or whatever. And then he asked me, he's like, are you excited? Are you having fun or something? And I kind of gave the face of like, Eh, it's okay. Like, it's not really what we're into, so I was being honest. Um, but he was really excited to see Jack White. Like, he had Jack White shirt, sweater, everything. Like, he was really excited. So then when the concert actually started, like, he was jumping around, singing, you know. Uh, I, don't, I don't really want to say dancing because I wasn't really dancing. But he was just, he was really enjoying it. And he kept bumping into me or whatever and, um you know, he kept saying sorry. And finally, I just told him, like, hey, it's fine. You're enjoying it. Don't worry. Don't say sorry. You know, like that sort of thing. Like, I'm used to the crowd being um, moving around or whatever. But in, a, in the little group that we were, or, like, little area we were in, he was really the only one that was moving around. Like, Yeah, I think so. I, there were people ahead of him. You would see every now and then, like, a hand jump yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the crowd, like, bob up and down a little yeah. bit. But Definitely even, not, like what we're used to. It yeah. And even that wasn't like sustainable. Like it, it went up for a little bit. The energy was up and then it went down yeah. a little. There was like a couple songs that I remember, like the crowd really getting into it. But then other than that, it was like, it, it's just not the same vibe yeah. that we're used to. But I, w I really enjoyed being around somebody that was really into the music. It really makes it, I mean, we've talked about it a lot. Like the energy of the crowd really makes a concert. So yeah. having one person and I don't know, it was, Something entertaining for me to do while listening to the music, I yeah. guess. Because I really don't know Jack White's music <laughs> yeah. at all. I knew, one, I knew one song of the whole night. Seven Nation Army? Yes, Salvation Army. Seven Nation Army. <laughs> I know. I don't uh, remember how that came up, but I think you uh, said it, and I thought you said Salvation Army. So. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a good mix of his stuff, uh, his other bands, and... One of them obviously being the White Stripes, right? Yeah. Of just good mix of music all night long. Um, we also found out, though, he did like a pre-show at... Uh, Empty Bottle? Empty Bottle. Is that the name yeah. of it? Yeah. Yeah, and we had just heard about Empty Bottle. Yeah, he did a pre-show at the Empty Bottle the night before. I didn't realize it was a pre-show until I was putting the set list together for... Or adding his set list to our playlist. And he did a, a set there. He played there the night before. So that was, that would have been really cool to see. And they were going to go back 
to the empty no the cubby bear for an after party for q101 was going to do an after party at cubby bear also so it was they've definitely made this twisted xmas thing into a bigger thing than just a concert there were pre-shows post-shows there's a lot going on around the area yeah like things at the bars and everything like that yeah um, that it would have been kind of cool to like, yeah. be involved in, but I was a bit done and just wanted to, <laughs> yeah, a bit out of it. But I mean, like you said, I knew Jack White from the White Stripes, so that's where I know his his the most of his music from. Some of his other bands. Um, I feel like you have an album or two. We have a couple White Stripes albums, but oh, nothing, okay. nothing of his other other stuff. See, so, yeah, I definitely know his stuff from the White Stripes is where you know I learned of him back in the you know, early 2000s when I was starting to do my own musical, like, journey and exploration, right? Um, familiar with some of his other stuff, especially with, like, the raconteurs or however you pronounce that. I'm not very good at that. They were actually at um, Open Air, not Open Air, um, Riot Fest the first year we went. Oh, okay. I think they were there the next day on Sunday. Oh, we only went one day, right? We only went Saturday, I think it was, for Slayer. And that was our first time going to... Yeah, Slayer was on Sunday, so they must have been there Saturday. Oh, Saturday, right, right. Yeah. yeah. It was our first day, our first time going to Riot Fest, and we debated if we were going to go more days than just one to see Slayer or not. Uh, but we just did the Sunday and saw Slayer. And I think they were there either Saturday or they were there earlier in the day, and we didn't get there early enough okay. to see them. I okay. can't remember. Uh, but I kind of wish we would have type thing, seen them. Uh so, I mean, yeah, familiarity with his work, definitely. Um, I was curious to see what the performance would be like. I knew there was going to be White Stripes stuff played. You Like, you know, that's just going to happen. The yeah. Way it is. yeah. Um, I thought it was a good mix of everything, of everything he did. I know his new album just recently came out within the last six months to a year or so. Okay. Um, and I liked how the imagery and the aesthetics of this performance, this show, this tour sort of spilled over from that. And the album cover is all just a blue and a black and white. Like those are your only colors that you have on the album cover. And that's all they had for lighting was blue blacks or sorry, sorry, blues and whites as sort of like even the background screen, right. was all in the blue and white tint um, the lights themselves coming out under the crowd were blue and white in different shades and different tints. Uh, so I really liked how that sort of spilled over and, and flowed in with it. Yeah. I forgot the album cover, but I just Googled it. and Yeah, it was really cool how that all went together. So, I mean, normally you'll have a bunch of other colors and whatnot with the lights come out. And I just, I don't know, I thought that was really cool. The set list thing that they talked about, the hype man talked about, I was kind of like, I was a little iffy on it. Like, all right, how much of this is just, you know, people talking it up? Like, how much of this is really, we don't know what we're going to play next. Yeah. Um. The, I, I, when I was putting the set list onto our playlist for Jack White, I did go back and look at other shows and I was like, all right, fine. It does mix up here and there, but you definitely see some. It's almost the same. Not almost the same necessarily, but the first two songs were always the same. 
you always ended on seven nation army. So I was like, so there is some structure to this, you know, where you're going to start, you know, where you're going to end, um, and stuff like that. And maybe everything in the middle is sort of bouncing around. But then I found a few shows where it was like those first two songs were not the first two songs. In fact, it was seven nation army that they came out and started with. Wow. Um, that would have been a so, short night for us. I would have been like, okay, let's go. <laughs> it's the only song I know. <laughs> so like, okay, I can see that. And I don't know if Dead & Company uses a set list or not, but there's definitely portions in the set where they do just sort of go off and jam and do their own thing. And I do really enjoy when bands do stuff like that. And I felt like that was done really well here. Yeah. There was definitely that. We're just going to vibe off each other, play our thing. We know where we're going next. We know what we're waiting for. We just need to wait till we hear that beat or that that riff. And then like, okay, this is what's going to start us off down the next road. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely what it seemed like was going on here. And it was definitely enjoyable and definitely well done. I thought. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the music. I was thinking that... Um, I, I don't really, I mean, I know I've said this like three or four times, but I don't really know Jack White music or his songs or whatever. Um, probably, I mean, I'm sure I've heard you play that, play the music before, but um, it was one of the, when we were there listening to it, I was like, this is the type of music that I think I want to seek out when we find something to listen to at Red Rocks. Because Red Rocks is on our list of venues that we want to go to, but we really don't want to see a metal band there just because well, I don't know. So I was going to bring that up oh. during our ear and review show. Okay. Oh, we can talk a little bit about it here. We'll talk a little bit about it there as well. I agree with that. What you just said. Yeah. As I don't is l- thinking about it. I don't think red rocks is a great venue for all genres or styles of music. I think you need to have the right type of music for that particular venue. Um, so the exact same thing you were saying, and we'll go probably more in depth when we get to the year in review, because I think I have a little bit I want to talk about there okay. around that. But I 100% agree with what you're yeah. saying there. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, if Jack White goes there, we need to go check him out. It's more, this is the type of music that I think I would want to find. So it might be a brand new band that we've never seen, and we just happen to be in Denver while they're there. So let's go check him out sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Something along the lines of Jack White fits really well, I think, in Red Rocks. Something like Lamb of God, maybe not so much. Maybe not. It'd not be saying cool. that wouldn't be cool. <laughs> I'm just saying, is that the experience you're looking for at Red Rocks yeah. type thing? I don't know. I mean, if Lamb of God goes to Red Rocks, I'll probably want to see that. Probably want to see it. Yeah. So like <laughs> that was the thought too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Um, yeah, we're not really talking about the sets set list very much, but we don't really know the songs too well know like what happened during what song or whatever so unless you do to like kind of go back through and talk about like the backdrop or anything that's around the set list like how the screen was used and stuff during each song yeah i don't know much either this the backdrop was really cool um there was one part probably the fifth song maybe or maybe sooner i don't know when exactly uh he went back and played jack went back and played the piano and there was a giant blue moon with like trees on the backdrop which sort of mirrored his new album cover i was gonna say that really went with the album so there was that um 
other really cool like geometric shapes. So there's you know the the square rectangle, multiple of them coming out at you all at once, part, and then in the center was the picture of the band, and then the squares would come out with once again different shades of blue and white as that happened. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't really don't really know a whole lot more. Like this, I enjoyed the set a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know if you knew. Or if you, like, paid attention to, like, what song was playing when what thing was happening, or if you even knew the songs that well. No, once, I mean, the White Stripe songs, when those came on, that was pretty self-apparent. It's like, oh, this is a White Stripe song. Oh, okay. okay, that's okay. really cool. Um, I've mainly listened to his White Stripe stuff. I don't, and like I said, the Recantors, or however you pronounce that name, sorry, I'm fucking that up. Um, I There was one song he's got there that I loved, and it was like, about a milk boy. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, basically, like, this kid watches his mother kill the priest or something, and it turns out the priest wasn't his father. It was the, I don't know, there's a song I love. The story okay. behind it, I can't remember it, but there's, like, once again, that though, that was in that, 2010 to 2017 era that I found that and I was like oh, okay I love this and listen to it over and over yeah yeah I haven't really listened to it in several years from now but or since then but I did enjoy that song a lot and that was not played I was a little upset but it also didn't seem like a song that probably wouldn't get played um but yeah like the white stripe songs came on I knew all of those that was awesome to hear awesome to see those um I, I was a, I was an enjoyable show a lot. I would definitely see him again. Um, I think he might be coming back for 2023. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When I was looking up, like trying to find the set list for this, it gave 2023 uh, Jack White tickets. Hmm. So. I didn't know that. I mean, he seems to play, I was doing some research. He does smaller tours. He doesn't play like very long I think he said like maybe two months at most, but then it's like do a short little spurt of tours, take a little bit of a break, then go do another one. Um, he also apparently at one point made you lock your phone away and you couldn't use your phone. Oh, really? Doesn't um, Tool do that? I, they may have. I don't know if they still do, or, but I think a number of bands have tried and experimented with this. Yeah. Obviously, that wasn't the case for this show. Um. I think his arguments for why he wanted to do it are valid. It's the same thing we talked about. Is like a concert should be a living thing that lives and dies in the moment. Yeah. Um, so. I'm sorry. I want my phone. I, I don't know if I would go to a concert that doesn't <laughs> allow you to have your phone. So, I mean, that was one thing. Um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the set a lot. I enjoyed the atmosphere a lot, the vibe. Um, yeah, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Oh no! Uh, the first two bands, meh. Not a not a big big fan of them, unfortunately. But Jack White, I enjoy. But we have that a lot. Like even if it is music that we're into, like sometimes the openers we're just not into. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you don't have I mean, to like I, everything, I guess. Everybody has their own likes and dislikes. So. So yeah, I don't know. Um, anything else you want to add? I don't think so. No. Um, like I mean. Q101, we've seen a few of their shows. I've enjoyed everything we've seen of theirs. I've enjoyed this. So 
like you said, it's a radio station. We don't listen to radio anymore, even in yeah. the car, unless yeah. we go back home. Then we'll listen to like Laser and Rock 108. But right, right. But that's a little different. Yeah. And I was trying to think also, like, if we did live in Chicago or had this radio station available to us, this to me would fit into the slot of the bus back home, where yeah. I would be. The main station's going to be Rock 108 and Laser, right? Yeah. But every now and then you want to mix things up and you go with the bus. Yeah. To me, this is the bus of Yeah, music. just kind of playing everything, which we don't know. I mean, we don't listen to it. Just us, plays, but. yeah, stuff that's not what you're familiar with, but you want to change things up a bit. So, yeah. 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 That's true. I don't know. I've, like, onto the radio station thing, not really the concert, but I've always thought of listening to the radio stations here in Chicago, but then it's like, I don't really like listening to radio because it, they just play the same songs. And all the ads. And all the ads, yeah. Like you listen to three songs and it's like five minutes of ads and then three and you songs. come back and listen to some more songs and then some more ads yeah. and some more songs and some more ads. And, and then, then it just repeats. Repeat those songs all over again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I don't know. That's one thing that I like about doing our playlists and stuff on Spotify because then it's a little bit more mixture. Yeah. But then again, I find myself listening to the same songs over and over and over. So you don't learn about new stuff for sure. You don't. Yeah. But you kind of don't learn about new stuff on the radio either. No, not unless a band has like an album coming out or if like they're coming to town. Yeah. The I mean, the biggest way I learn about new things now is definitely live shows. Yeah. And it's the openers. Yeah. So it's like, oh, shit, I didn't know about. And we've talked about that, like going in blind and not knowing anything about the openers. Yeah. 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 which I kind of like and kind of dislike. It has its pros and cons, right? But regardless, that's where we find the majority of our new bands now is just the openers. Yep. You find some really, really great, amazing things in openers. And you find some stuff that you're just not into. And yeah. Which is apparent because everybody's going to concerts really early. So yeah. maybe everybody's doing that. Yeah. And this, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, said it already. I enjoyed it. It was a good show. Yeah. It was uh, okay. I mean, I didn't hate it. it just, yeah. Would I necessarily be like, oh my God, I want to relive that night? No, probably not. But well, Did you enjoy it enough to go back and see Jack White again? Um, I probably would in a different setting. I don't know. If he goes back to the Aragon, you're not going. No, no. I, I guess back. I would go back to the um, Aragon to see him. I would just want to get there early and then not move. I don't want to be all the way back in the back by the soundstage or behind the soundstage. I think that's what I mean by a different setting. Like I felt like we were, we were struggling to find a spot to see for for a lot of the night. Yeah. So, and that's kind of frustrating. I, I like to be able to see the band and see what's going on and stuff. And I've said it before that the Argon's great for that, but not, in all spots. Not when you're in the backpack. Yeah, yeah. Which we never experienced that before, so I didn't know. Yeah, I, mm, I don't know. I'm torn. I, I want to see him again. Be cool. Yeah, I don't think it's too small. Like You think so? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe or seeing something like when we saw um, Roger Waters, like a setup like that would be kind of cool. More of an arena type thing. Well, yeah. Um, I guess I, I'm just saying like something with a seat. It's not and I guess really maybe like the VIP here at the Aragon where you get maybe. the balcony seats and maybe. whatnot. Um, and I'm not saying like I need to sit down to see it, but it's more like I consider this music more of like sit and listen than like 
be in the crowd. Enjoy the show. You're not going to get much from the crowd. Yeah. You're not going to get much additional from the crowd. So might as well just yeah. sit and enjoy yeah. it. Which I think is why I'm saying like, oh, maybe if we were close to the front, we would get that. But where we were at, it wasn't. Yeah, maybe. That much like that. We so. talked about that with Corn too, where it's like we were yeah. in the back a little bit. And I was like, this wasn't that vibey. Like it yeah. was, there were people around us for that show having a great time. But it wasn't what we're used to. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get that like crowd mentality, like heavy mentality. Yeah. And you were pointing out like maybe it's where we're standing. And same thing here. We were it, yep. further in the back. So, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I, I want to check out different types of music and not necessarily go straight for metal all the time, even though that's mainly what we do. Um, this is one that I just happened to see, and I thought it was more like, I mean, it was Christmas themed with the venue and everything, but I thought maybe it was more like. You said there'd be like Christmas carols and whatnot? Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I first saw See, it. I guess, yeah, you, you're the one that pointed this show out to me, and you're yeah. like, you want to go to this? And I was like, I do. I don't think you do, but I do. Yeah, so I thought it was going to be more like, uh, well, okay, so let me back up. We have a few bands that we have records of Christmas songs that they've done, um, or we've, you know, Spotify or, you know, listened to it or whatever, where it's like a band that we know, like, does Christmas songs. So that's what I thought this was going to be. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was an actual concert, which was cool. Really cool. But um, so I think that's when I first was like, hey, do you want to check this out? Like, it's something different to do, um, which it was different because I I guess I've been to a few concerts like this with like Lumineers or whatever. But this is a little bit different than Lumineers. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I want to check out new things. But then again, I always gravitate towards metal concerts because that's the vibe that I like this this night I was uncomfortable a lot in the crowd just because I felt like people didn't want other people there (laughs) does that make sense yeah yeah so (laughs) I felt like I was always in front of somebody or like bothering somebody or I don't know and a lot of women had purses and there was a lot of women so then I had to wait for the bathroom (laughs) that doesn't happen very often at metal concerts anyway I mean yeah yeah we should check out more stuff that's not just metal. Yeah, not the thing that we typically gravitate towards, not the thing that we're typically into, you know, like you said, not not the typical metal vibe that we want, but but still seeing Jack White, seeing his band, like the musicianship musicianship there is there for them. Like they can play their shit. So um it was it was fun to see. Um I I enjoyed it. You thought it was okay? Yeah, it was fine. Um so We'll see it again. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. I don't know. Um, I would like to see Jack White again, see the experience. I get what you're saying from a different vibe, different perspective. I think that'd be fun. But who knows? Maybe we'll see him again. Maybe we won't. Um, all in all, it was a perfectly fine evening. Not the worst evening by any means. Oh, no. no. Not the best yeah. by any means, but a yeah. perfectly good show. Yeah, it was a good, different experience than what we've seen before, so. So not the thing we typically go to, not a metal show, but still a good show all around. It was something new for us. Uh, highly recommend going out, finding, you know, just just trying something new out that you haven't done and seeing if you enjoy it. If you like it, great. If you don't, great, you know, for next time. So as long as it's live music, as long as you're out having fun, go fucking do that. And, you know, hopefully there's many more shows for you ahead. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.